Welcome aboard, Captain. Welcome back to the Wrath of Khan Minute, the semi-daily podcast where we analyze and scrutinize Star Trek II, the Wrath of Khan, one tension-building minute at a time. I'm Chris LaSalle. And I'm David Stoker. Hey, Dave. Hey, Chris. Ready to talk about this minute? I am so ready. Me too. We've been talking about it for 46 minutes. Yes. Yes, we have. Yes. Uh, So let's get right in. Minute 47 uh, starts with McCoy saying, you green-blooded, inhuman... And ends a minute later with Savick saying, on the approach of any dot, dot, dot. Yes. So there's a lot going on in this minute. Oh, there is. Um, Yes. Well, we finished with, in the previous minute, we had McCoy saying, uh, you know, talking about universal Armageddon. And then he gets right in and insults Spock with the, you green-blooded, inhuman. And he means it. You can see it in his face. He means that insult. Totally. Um, and it's funny. I will, uh, I, you know, obviously this is not the first time McCoy has uh, uh, yeah, insulted Spock uh, right. about his, uh, you know, Vulcan demeanor. And um, I went, I didn't look hard, but I went looking. I'm like, somebody must have compiled a list out there somewhere of all of the insults that McCoy has right, yeah. <laughs> spouted over the years. But I, I, I couldn't find one. But I, I will admit I didn't look as, as, as probably as hard as I should. Um, so that'll be a uh, uh, some homework for uh, you, me, and the listeners. Can somebody identify all the different insults that McCoy has thrown <laughs> over the years? That's a good one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they're finishing up their well, – not even finishing up. They're interrupted, right? They're having that philosophical discussion about the morality or the implications yeah. of the Genesis Project. And um, and they get interrupted by Savick, um, who just you know bridged Admiral Kirk. Uh, sensors indicate a vessel in our area closing fast. Yeah. And uh, my my first question was, uh, what's fast? I know we've talked about the engines and stuff already, about impulse engines and and warp speed and all that jazz. And um, I'm gonna guess. Clo- I'm gonna guess full impulse power. You think full impulse? Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna go full impulse. Uh, then I, I I don't know. Can you can you sense a Warp, in you know, because I don't think you'd be able to sense something no. coming in at warp, would you? I don't, I don't think so. I don't think that's a. I think that's something that you know they get fancy with in the reboots, you know, with they do trans warp yeah. and all that crap. But I don't think that was ever a part of the of the original mm-hmm. series. Or, um, yeah, so, so yeah, I think they're some... coming in. They're, you know, maybe they dropped out of warp and they're coming in at like full impulse. Right. Okay. I just wish they, you know, it's hard to, <laughs> you know, it's really hard to get a sense of. Of, of speed um true and, and I, we're gonna we're gonna talk about it more in the next few minutes like of you know yeah. how, how the what, ships are interacting but, well i think um, i think that's you're the key word there ships and i think that you know you think about like naval battles which you know nicholas meyer's a huge fan of you know i think that's sort of the thing you know who off the starboard bow a ship closing fast maybe it's not like exact terminology like we would we would probably expect out of the star trek universe you know, a little bit of specificity. 
but maybe closing fast is giving that that naval feel. Yeah, that's a good point, right? It's just yeah, it's not closing it, you know, three quarters impulse power. Or something. Right. Yeah, just closing fast, which is great. I mean, it's like ooh, closing fast. Well, they're, uh, they're it, coming it in works, hot, right? That's that's the first part of our tension building minute. Yep. Oh, yeah. Um, so, uh, uh, <laughs> so uh, Kirk, you know, Kirk responds, uh, "What do you make of her?" And of course, as he's doing that, right? His <laughs> we talked about this a couple of times. That uh, control panel he's got in his quarters, <laughs> uh, he, he kind of reaches. Yeah, but he reaches behind him, and uh, I, I don't think he touches anything. <laughs> He's just putting his hand on the console. I think like, he is. Like, yeah. Like it's almost like just, he's just well, he's touching like the blue touching the blue one, but the way he puts his hand there, it's almost like he gingerly's like, okay, I'm not going to cut my hand on any of these triangle things. And it's and it's way too specific. It's way, it's way too. <laughs> it's way too specific too to be like um you know usually when you put your arm like up on the the back of the chair or on the desk you're you sort of clumsily do it you know you just sort of do it he is very slow and methodical about putting his hand there which leads me to believe he thinks he's pushing a button <laughs> <laughs> i just i wish i wish we could have seen what he was actually touching Right, yeah, <laughs> or, or, or the multiple, or the multiple takes. You know, the first take of this was probably like Shatner reaching over and going, "There's no freaking button here. What am I supposed to be touching? <laughs> just pretend." Yes, yeah, just pretend. Act, Bill. Act. <clears throat> um, so uh, Savick, you know, replies back, "It's one of ours, Admiral. It's Reliant," and she sounds. Uh, I, I was going to, I said exasperated was the word, but she sounds like. What the hell is Reliant doing here? I I, I was going to say surprised. Like she's like You're surprised. What's what's Reliant doing in our quadrant? Like we're just sort of, you know, we're just sort of tooling around. Like how 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 would they know where we are? Right. And what's the you know is it a is it is it? I guess the question is is it that uncommon of an occurrence that two starships are in the same area at the same time well, that it's. I I was going to I was going to ask you that like I would think that you would have some idea of the other ships maybe around kind of like how airplanes have I don't know flight patterns that they fly and things like that so yeah obviously space is a huge place and you know with ships flying all over everywhere that I would think you would have to know like they also know uh, Thinking back to another minute, didn't uh, doesn't Kirk reference to Spock when he's taking command that we're the only ship in the quadrant? He does say that. Yep. So there's that. But so maybe that's maybe that's just it. So hey, I thought we were the only ship in the quadrant. Right. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's as simple as that. Uh, but yeah, it just got me wondering. Like, is it? But Spock also sounds a little surprised. Yeah, reliant. He's, he's like he's like reliant. Like yeah. he's almost, and I wonder, like during their discussion, you know, we don't see it, but or the video of Carol, do they know that? And I think we might have touched on this a little bit. Does Kirk know, being an admiral, does he know that Reliant has been working with uh, Regular One? I don't know, because I think that would be. I think if he did, his reaction would be a little different. Like he might have almost seen, you know, some puzzle pieces fall into place. Right, uh, but. But really, his reaction to this news is just looks like 
curious. Like, yeah, oh, he's like, hmm. that, that's odd. Um, but uh, yeah, okay, all right. We're moving in then. So this is it. The uh, the the scene shifts uh, to Kirk and Spock and McCoy walking onto the bridge, and the music starts. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> So some of my some of my favorite music of the film is is in these sequences and this is the beginning of it. Um and I was well, yeah, trying to Yeah, definitely Khan's yeah. Khan's theme is Khan's theme. brilliant. Yeah. I need to go uh I need to go pull. I have the I think I talked about this before. I have the soundtrack, you know, like this that It's not the full soundtrack. It's like just an album like 13 tracks. It's like I guess the best of. Um, yeah. But I also have the vinyl, which is the full, you know, opening credits to end credits uh, soundtrack. I'll, have to, I'll, have to, I'll pull that and look and see what the title is for this piece of music. Right. Uh, so you think it's Khan's theme? That's what I'm going to call it. It's very okay. No, no. <clears throat> I like it. Let's see. We'll see if you're right. Um, it's very tribal to me in a way. You know, it's got the the. Uh, I had to ask my son. He's a uh, he's on the percussion team. Right. And, uh, and so I'm like, I'm like, tell me what this, tell me what this instrument is that they're playing. What is all this clacking? And, you know, uh, Love the, clacking. the clacking, right. And he, he thinks it's just as simple, something as simple as a drumstick on the rim of, of, of a drum, just, you know, oh, clack, yeah. clacking onto them. Like, uh, but yeah, it just totally, it evokes, I don't know what it, it's not a military thing. It's not the naval themes that we nope. get. We're going to go back and forth for, you know, over the next couple of minutes, the, you know, kind of the Kirk's naval theme and Khan's tribal predatory theme. That's um, the key word there, predatory. I think that's definitely how it yeah. sounds. Yeah, and I, I'm going to use that word again in just a few seconds as we keep going forward here. So, uh, but yeah, the music has started and the music is, uh, uh, you know, it's it's 50% of the scene, right? It's, it's, it's oh, yeah. adding so much. Yeah, it's definitely heightening the tension. I mean, I know we've we've talked about um, you know the composer before, and you know it's you know the similarities to the movies like Crawl and Battle Beyond the Stars. But here, in this moment, in these minutes, he outdoes himself. I mean, yeah. these are <clears throat> fits the mood perfectly. Fits the the you know when I say Khan's theme, it fits him perfectly. Yeah. And you use the correct word, predatory. So I, I love it. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have, I'm going to have to control myself over the next few minutes from just stop, you know, stop me from going, Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. (laughs) This is, these are the minutes where we want to nerd out. Totally nerd out. This is where you kind of, you know, when you're watching it at home and you're like, yes. And you know, anyway, uh, so, uh, so Kirk walks in, try the emergency channels is the first thing out of his mouth. And he's big on that, right? Walking through the door, he's boom, just drops a, drops an order. Um, Back in the back in his element, so to speak. Yeah. I find it. I find that a weird first thing out of his mouth, though. You know, True. why is he? Because I feel like we missed something. You know, we missed a segment of a conversation, or they cut something. Because somebody must have said something to him, like we can't reach them. And he's saying, "Try the emergency channels," but it's just weird. That he just says it out of the, you know, kind of right. Of yeah, nowhere. maybe why did? Uh, yeah, why didn't you try open hailing frequencies? You yeah, know, right. Reliant, come in. This is Admiral Kirk of USS Enterprise. Um, <clears throat> yeah, definitely. That is very weird. Now that you, th- and maybe something was cut. And hmm, is the, the novelization anything? Yeah, the novelization fills in a, a couple of blanks, and I, I think they probably you know knew we were going to ask that. Um, 
there's a conversation between Spock and McCoy as they, and again, this is the novelization. This wasn't part of the cutscenes or anything. Um, as they're as they're heading out, as Spock and McCoy and Kirk are heading to the bridge, um, Kirk asks, "Isn't Chekhov on the Reliant?" And Spock says, "I believe you're correct." Um, and when the doors open, um, Uhura, the first thing she says is, "Reliant isn't responding, sir." And that's when he says, "You know, try the emergency channels." Uh, so, just uh, whether it was actually filmed and they cut it, or the novelization right. just filled in that blank for us, I'm not sure. Um, but uh, but yeah. So Spock goes to his post, and McCoy goes to what? Standing around. Just standing around. I, I, it's a, I mean, I guess he's, you know, uh, as the ship's, you know, chief medical officer, he's got some, uh, uh, I can do what I want. No sure. one's hurt. No one's hurt, so I'm going to just hang out. Uh, well, he's so curious. He, kind of, he wants to know curious. what's going on. So he just plants himself. And, um, and we get, of course, uh, the obligatory, the obligatory walk by of a cadet, just walking across the set. Is that, no one uh, was that. Uh, is that our buddy Danny Terrio? Maybe. I think so. Yeah, I think that's him. I, I recognize his hair. Um, so I like this next shot. I think they did a great job again at building the tension. Um, Kirk asks for you know picture, Mister Savick, and and uh, and they put. You know, we, we, the point of view switches to all of us looking out the view screen or looking at the view screen. And there's, and there's harmless little Reliant just sitting out there yep. and like, oh, look how cute it is. No big deal. Um, it's funny that, yeah, the, you know, when it comes on the picture, it's like just sort of coming towards them. Yeah. And it's not, of. it's not like racing at them, you know, which, you know, closing fast to me is like this thing would be flying. Uh, but I guess that's, you know, considered closing fast. They're big ships. Um, it's moving. Um, you know, but Kirk's then. reaction. Oh, <laughs> well, so, so yeah. So Kirk's, you know, he just kind of leans back in his seat like, hmm, you know, that's weird. Not really sure what to make of what he's seeing. And yeah. And then, <laughs> and then it switches to almost like, a predator, you know, like a shark coming in over the, you know, just, yes. it's fantastic the way they, they sort of have it coming in at an angle and you just sort of, then it levels off and comes into the, you know, the camera comes right over the saucer and just, we're going right into the bridge. Oh yeah. I never really noticed that. Yeah. You're, you're, you're exactly. The camera's heading right for the bridge and boom, they were in the bridge. I think um, it's what they see on the screen is sort of like you said, Ooh, look! There's harmless little, and then there's the reality of it's coming in. Yeah, and, and it looks, it looks menacing. Uh, I like. I think. You, I think you've used this word shark before, so I think shark and predator. I think is all what it's what the design of the Reliant is meant to invoke. And and yeah, the simple decision, the directing decision of bringing the showing the Reliant like this coming in at an angle. Yep. Make, I think it just makes a huge difference. Oh yeah, um, it, it makes you think that. It's there for nefarious purpose. Right. The only, the only thing I thought, I mean, uh, not not laughing, but it would be fun, is uh, wouldn't it have been great if we saw the same view on the view screen when Kirk was looking at it, that yeah. it was at a, at this crazy angle, yeah. <laughs> like coming at, coming at him at like a 45-degree angle, like, the hell is he doing? <laughs> I think even the um, the light, you know, the two lights, the light from the bridge and then the light below the saucer where they're sort of like orange-red – Definitely also, you know, gives you that feeling of this is bad news. 
this yeah, is like, this is this is not good. Yeah, those are scary. Those are scary eyes coming out of the bottom yeah. of the saucer. Yep. So, uh, so yeah, fantastic. And I, I so I will, you know, uh, I guess I was going to wait till the end of the minute, but I'm going to say it now. This is one of my favorite minutes of the whole movie. Cool. And and in part of part of it is actually that shot. Right. The, the music that that jumps in. You know this the the, again, the the ramping up of Khan's theme or whatever we're calling it the 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 predatory music that that combination of the of the, the you know the blast of the music and the 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 jaunty shark angle yep. is all like oh my god this is amazing this is <laughs> this is a fantastic minute yes yeah, this is, yeah so this is for me boom I'm putting it out there one of my favorite minutes excellent um, so so we cut into Khan on the bridge yep. Uh, we've got, uh, I just did a little quick head count. There's nine of them there. Uh, nine of the henchmen of the 14. Um, yep. So presumably some are, you know, down in the engine room. Um, and, uh, but yeah, Khan says slow to, <clears throat> so slow to one half impulse power. So that's partly an answer, partly an answer, I guess, to what we're talking about. I, he doesn't, you know, we don't know what they're traveling at. Can right. you go, f- can you go, can you go at 1.5? Impulse power? Can you go? Well, I think that would be light speed, wouldn't it? I don't know. Or warp speed? I don't know. Bad trekkie. Yeah, bad trekkie moment. Um, but anyway, so slows <laughs> to one half impulse power. Um, <laughs> and, and here comes Khan. Let's be friends. Let's be friends. <laughs> Slowing uh, to one half impulse power. Yeah. Um, and then. Uh, here we go. Now this this is now the now, <clears throat> again the, the the back and forth, back and forth, the, the back and forth, the back and forth, the 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 the, the high stakes predatory music back down to the the naval theme, like what you know what's yeah. the you know some mystery going on. Um, so Sulu, you know, always with the commentary, <laughs> relying in our section, this quadrant and slowing. So I guess he's just allowed to you know. Speak with not spoken to. I guess. Well, he's offering information. Yeah, it's more of a question though. Like, who's he asking? Reliant in our section, this quadrant, sir, and slowing. Um, the other couple couple observations in this this shot. Um, one, you get another uh, cadet uh, walk onto the bridge. Yep. Uh, with her hands behind her back and like la di da. Um. There's a lot of activity on this bridge of people moving around and stuff. You would think at you know a moment like this, you know, that people would just be at their stations doing their job, and people wandering around it it bugs me a little bit. Well, if you notice, like, and and I think that's the difference. Like, it's a it's a working vessel. It's always in motion, but you see Khan's bridge, and they're all looking at the screen. No one's moving. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, no one's and no one's paying attention to any stations. Uh, they're just they're just coming towards them, and then you know things are happening. You have random cadet three walking across, but then you have random cadet two staring at the screen. Mm. Like she's not paying attention to her station, and she's like, "What's that on the screen?" One other thing I've never noticed before, and uh, the beauty of looking at these one minute at a time. Um, after after Sulu, you know. Drops his little ominous uh, message. If you watch Savick, um, Savick is she is as soon as you cut into the scene, she is tense. Uh, oh yeah, you can see she, the way she's holding her hand. Um, 
looks like she's you know getting ready to make a fist um and her you know she's setting her jaw um you can tell she is obviously she's about to spin around and, and drop drop her uh start right, yeah. regulations of the admiral but uh i i just like that it didn't come out and it didn't come out of nowhere yeah um she's she is like wait a minute this is she you can tell she's feeling that something is wrong um and maybe it started even when she called down to Kirk and his. Oh, it could have uh, been. Yeah, orders. definitely. Like you know, they're we're not we're not doing this by the book. <laughs> and we know that you know her decisions plague her because of Kobayashi Maru and the decisions she made there and how they affect her. And so she's trying to be the good cadet and you know I gotta say something. I gotta say something. I gotta say something. Yeah. So you think she's? Do you think she's now maybe a little? overly cautious maybe maybe a little yeah i mean mean, she's a vulcan so maybe that plays also into her you know she's vulcan and romulan maybe the vulcan side is like i have to get this information out right and maybe the maybe the romulan side the emotional side is you know making her a little nervous about it like with the hand movements and the maybe she's yeah I could read, yeah, I could read into that. That, that, yeah, this is all. It's emotional. It's, it's. She's showing emotion. She's showing the tension in her. You know, it's subtle. It's subtle, um, but she's showing it. Yes, definitely. Yep. Uh, So she, yeah. My notes was she's itching to tell Kirk what she would do. (laughs) Right. Um, Yeah, and I think, like I said, I think that's part part of her Vulcan nature, and also, like you brought up the tension i think that's the romulan side the emotional so yeah i think that they're both at play there yeah i'm sticking with it okay so she turns around she finally can't take it anymore she turns around and uh sir may i uh, quote general order 12 and uh <laughs> spock right it, immediately fantastic fantastic reaction from uh from spock you know it's barely out of her mouth and his head whips around like what are you kidding me are you doing what you? I think you're doing right now. <laughs> you're spouting, you're spouting, uh, quoting orders back to the admiral. Yeah. Um, uh, so, yeah, she she just starts to quote General Order Twelve on the approach of any, and then we get yeah, the minute stops. Minute stops right. um, I did I did look up, um, for, I did look up uh, the other general orders. Oh, okay. Um, and. Uh, uh, can you guess what order number one is? Mm, come in peace. <laughs> well, close. It is the uh, uh, the prime directive. Oh, okay. So we'll, we will not interfere. Interfere uh, with any cultures. Um, <clears throat> I found I, I found it interesting that you know order number one is the prime directive, which makes sense. That's kind of the guiding, whole guiding principle of Starfleet and yep. Federation of Planets. And, uh, but I found it interesting that, and number 12 is, you know, on the approach of any vessel, you know, where communications haven't been established. Right. <laughs> you you got to, you know, whatever, whatever she's about to quote us. Uh, I, they, they feel like there's, they should be two different sets of rules. Um, you know? Yeah. <laughs> one, one should be really about, hey, this is how we act in Starfleet. And this another one is like, this is what you do when you're, uh, commanding a starship. Well, I never would have figured that the prime directive would have been a rule. I feel like the prime directive sort of sits out and above everything else. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That's kind of what I thought too. It's just a, kind of these get, a guiding principle or something. Yeah, now, like that's that's the foundation that the Federation lives under. And then these are the rules. These are the quote general, you know, general orders. Right. 
hmm. a mission statement, as it were. Yes. Um, so anyway, the uh, there is uh, the other surprising thing. There is not a complete list of general orders from 1 to 12. Uh, it is a hodgepodge of um, uh, general orders that have been just pulled from various episodes and films of Star Trek. Um, the uh, Memory Alpha does a, I guess, a good job of not inserting all of the made-up, <laughs> <laughs> right, or the non-canonical general orders that I'm sure have been invented and documented elsewhere. Right. But uh, there's, re- there's only about a half dozen of them uh, mentioned um, on memory alpha and they're all you know linked back to canonical sources uh, so I thought that was that was interesting right yeah yeah but anyway that's uh that was the end of my notes for this minute yeah I don't think I have anything else I mean other than I think we've talked about it a bunch this is the beginning of fantastic minutes to come yeah and yeah I guess you know me too to summarize this is my favorite minute yeah I love this minute it's so cool it's such a a build up and uh, it's yeah, it's it is done. It's this one and the next one. Just the, the way it's all p- paced out is fantastic. Right. Yeah. Um, but uh, all right. Well, then uh, I guess we'll wrap it up then. Um, so, folks, if you want to uh, find us online and continue the discussion about this minute or any of the minutes around here, uh, you can find us at, on Twitter um, at WOK Minute. We're on Instagram, Wrath of Con Minute, and we're also on Facebook. You can uh, join the Wrath of Con Minute Listener Federation and uh, continue the conversation there about Wrath of Con or other Star Trek trivia, news, whatever. Um, send us an email at podcast at wrathconminute.com. And as always, we ask that uh, folks go out and rate us and give us a review on iTunes. It'll um, you know let us know what you think of the show, what we're doing right, what we should be doing better. Yes, please. Uh, we'd love the feedback. Feedback yeah, is great. Yes. yes. Um and we will be back. Yeah, sorry. We will be back again on Friday with minute forty-eight of Star Trek Two here at the Rathacon Minute. Let's be friends. <laughs>